You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, and I'm here to help you sell more on your online store. Before we begin, I would love to pay respect and acknowledgement to the Palawa people of Lutruwita, who are the traditional owners of the land on which Unstoppable E-Commerce operates, and pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Sick of watching all this traffic come to your website, but nobody's checking out? In today's episode, we're talking all about how to turn those website visitors into customers. So today I want to talk to you about how to turn your website visitors into customers. I know a lot of you track your website visitors. Some are even guilty of watching them live through your analytics and they get excited when someone jumps on only to be disappointed again as they leave without buying. Now, as tempting as it may be, I don't recommend this type of tracking as it's not a productive use of your time. (laughs) So the percentage of people who check out when visiting your website is called your conversion rate. So if for every 100 people who visit your website, one person buys, you have a 1% conversion rate. A good conversion rate and one that I get our students to aim for is 3%. Now, I've seen websites convert much higher, which is awesome, but 3% is a great place to be if you want a profitable e-commerce store. I recommend that you hit at least 2 to 3% conversion rate before you focus on driving traffic to your website and definitely before you spend money on paid ads. There really is no point spending money to drive traffic to a website that's not converting. The only exception to this rule is if you're wanting to collect data. So perhaps you're new or you've just made some major changes and you want to find out where your conversion rate is at now. Then it's okay to run ads, but have data in mind as the main reason for your ads, not sales. Now, your conversion rate might fluctuate a bit, and that's totally normal, especially during promotions. You should find your conversion rate goes up. Katrina from Baskin Bloom sees a consistent conversion rate of 4%, which is excellent. But during peak promotions, this gets as high as 10%, which is just awesome. Now, if you're not sure what your conversion rate is, you can check your analytics, either in your analytics dashboard if you're using Shopify or Google Analytics, which you should definitely be using. If you're not, uh, pause me now and go and set it up. I'll wait. Okay, so now that you're tracking your conversion rate, let's talk about why it's such a big deal. So if you get the exact same amount of traffic, your average order value or the amount people that are actually spending stays the same, but you just increase your conversion rate, you're going to make more money. Pretty cool, right? So if you currently get a thousand visitors per month and you have an average order value of say a hundred dollars and a conversion rate of just one percent, you'll make a thousand dollars. If you up your conversion rate to two percent, you'll double your revenue to two thousand dollars. Get it to 3% and you guessed it, your revenue goes up to $3,000 a month. Do this with a website that gets 10,000 visitors a month and you can take your revenue from 10,000 to 30,000 a month just by increasing your conversion rate from 1% to 3%. Tripling your revenue without spending money on extra traffic? Sounds pretty good, right? Okay, so now that you're convinced your conversion rate is super important, let's talk about how to increase it. Firstly, you want to make using your website a nice, easy experience for your customers. Now, there are several ways that you can do this. First, make sure your website's built for mobile. 
The majority of your website visitors will be viewing on mobile, yet we still see people building their site for desktop and then just hoping it looks okay on mobile. So you can actually look at your Google Analytics stats, you know, the ones you just set up before, if you didn't already, and see firstly how much of your traffic is on mobile. And secondly, your conversion rate on mobile compared to your conversion rate on desktop. This can be quite an eye-opening experience. Next, we want to make it super easy to navigate and find what they're looking for. So you want to optimize your menu to help people find your products. So instead of the default home, shop, about, contact us, you want to use your menu to showcase your categories like tops, bottoms, dresses, or rings, earrings, bracelets, and necklaces. Now, as with all changes, you want to use the data to make these decisions. So look at your analytics and see which pages people shop by. Do they go by men's, women's, kids, or tops, bottoms, dresses? Now, if you're not sure or if you haven't got any data yet, then do it one way and then look at your stats after about a month to see if people are moving through your categories how you thought they would. A cool tool that you can install is a heat map tracker. So something like Crazy Egg, cool name, hey? Uh, this tracks how people use your website and shows you where most people scroll and where they click. You may be surprised how people use your website compared to how you think they do. Now, as always, as we say here at Unstoppable, until you test, it's just a guess. If you have lots of products, you can make finding the perfect purchase easier by using filters in your category sidebar. So this is really handy if you've got a lot and a lot of SKUs and maybe something like fashion. If somebody wants to just narrow down to what they're looking for, you could filter by product type. It could be by price, especially if you sell gifts. Filtering by price is a really good one because generally people have in mind how much they'd like to spend. The next thing is you want to make it quick and easy for your visitors to know that they're in the right place when they land on your website. To do this, we need to ensure it passes the three-second test. What's that, I hear you ask? The three-second test is quick and easy test you can do to see if your website is doing its job. So show someone your website for just three seconds, no scrolling, just three seconds on your homepage above the fold. Then after three seconds, ask them two questions. What do you think I sell and who do you think it's for? Then if they get it right, great, you pass. But if they don't, you have some work to do. Now, don't go asking your mum, your sister and your favourite auntie. Ask people who you haven't told all about your business. If the local butcher's not keen, you can jump in on my free Facebook group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs, and post a screenshot in there and get some fresh eyes to do the test for you. Now, your homepage should clearly showcase your products and your target audience with one clear hero image, not a slider, and a heading and a subheading that subs up exactly what you sell and who it's for. New collection out now is not super helpful as some people are coming to your website for the very first time. And if they don't know what you sell, then what good is it to, them to know that your new collection's out? So definitely promote that to your warm audience, shout it out from the rooftops on your socials and definitely send it out in your emails. Just don't use that hero image and your key headline for that. That above the fold real estate is super important for new people. Let's take a look at some great headlines. So Jody from Life of Colors website says playful art supplies for people that love color. Helen from Love Linen says dress with intent, limited release linen clothing ethically made in Australia. 
Elise from Spruce Craft Co. says modern cross-stitch, beginner kits and PDF patterns. And bonus points, she's got a great call to out. Bonus points, she's got a great call to action button, start stitching. So see how without even seeing the great imagery that accompanies these headings, you can already tell what it is that they sell. So that's how powerful a great headline is. Another huge thing that will impact the user experience is the speed of your website. You want your site to load in under five seconds. Under three is optimal. People are so time poor and they're always in a rush. So they're not going to sit there and wait for your site to load. I'll link up the Google speed test in the show notes for you and be sure to check out your speed both on desktop and on mobile. Now, if your site is running slow, look at compressing your images to make them smaller and therefore quicker to load. Also, delete any plugins or apps that you're not using as each one will slow down your site. Now, if your website is terribly slow and you still can't get it down, look at using a new platform such as Shopify, which is designed specifically for e-commerce with speed in mind. Now that we've optimized your website to make it easy for customers to use, we need to answer one big question. Why you? Why should they buy from you? What makes you different? Why should they trust you? Now, it's important to remember that people buy from people. So put yourself out there as the face behind the brand. Don't be scared to show your face and share your story. Gone are the days where you have to pretend to be big. People like shopping small and knowing where their money is going and who it's going to. They'd rather help you put food on the table for your family than help some bazillionaire buy another private jet. So this is why I encourage our Igniter students to put themselves on the homepage with a link to their full story. Share the behind the scenes of their business on socials and don't be afraid to let people in. Not only do people buy from people, they also want to know they are not the first person to do so. They want to know that other people have bought from you, that they got their products and that they loved them. This helps build trust and reassure them that they too will receive their products and that they will love them too. So to help build this trust, be sure to have reviews on your product pages, your homepage and your cart page. Reviews add lots of trust and they're so simple to set up. You can use a plugin such as Yotpo or Reviews.io. So if you haven't got a lot of reviews yet, be sure to use brand reviews about your great customer service maybe or fast shipping times and then put those on all the product pages until you have more. Even better than just showing written reviews is showing user-generated content. This is photos or videos taken by your customers of them with your products. So photos and videos are far more believable than just words. So user-generated content is gold for your website and your socials and particularly on your product pages. So you can encourage user-generated content through a competition or you can set up a review app to actually ask for photos when they leave a five-star review. Visual icons are another great way to simply showcase key things about your business and to add trust. I recommend using these on your homepage and on your product pages. On your homepage, you want to highlight three to four things, not more, about your business, such as handmade, made in Australia, made from the tears of unicorns, whatever it is that makes your business special. You can also use icons on your product pages for things like vegan, cruelty-free, gluten-free if it's food products, anything, and also add trust around security, like uh, letting them know that you've got a secure checkout. 
Using these things as visual icons makes them a lot easier for people to digest than just listing out a whole lot of text in your description. Next, and importantly, if you want people to trust you enough to buy your product, then you need to trust your product enough to offer an awesome guarantee. And when I say awesome, I mean awesome for the customer, not awesome for you. So you want to offer a really simple returns policy, not make them jump through a lot of hoops to send something back. So one of the biggest objections to shopping online for people is what do I do if it doesn't fit or if it's not right? So you can overcome this objection by backing your product with a great guarantee and you'll find that you'll generate enough extra sales to cover the odd return. This is, of course, as long as you do have a great product. The other big objection to people shopping online, one that can really affect your conversion rate, is your shipping charge. Now, this is a big one and it could be an episode in itself, but if you've ticked off everything else in this episode and you haven't seen an increase in your conversion rate, it may be necessary to look at your shipping fee and see, can you lower it or at least offer a free shipping threshold? So a threshold means you might have seen free shipping over $80. So if somebody spends over $80, then their shipping becomes free. You can offer free shipping site-wide, maybe by incorporating some of the shipping cost in the actual product price. I understand, however, this is a lot easier if you're controlling the pricing, not so much if you're buying wholesale and on-selling other people's products because you need to then have that set price. So If you are using the free shipping threshold, I recommend making this just above your average order value so you can start to increase that and also making sure that they need to buy more than one product to get to that free shipping threshold. So these are just some of the things that you can do now to get your website converting better. And this is not a do once and forget. You always want to be constantly testing and tweaking and making changes to your website to put up that conversion rate. Because as we talked about at the beginning, the higher your conversion rate, the more money you're going to make, the more sales you're going to get. And then you can start to increase the traffic once you know that your website's actually converting rather than sending the traffic there now before it's ready for it. So once you have a website that's converting at at least two, but ideally 3%, you then have a traffic ready website. Once you have a traffic ready website, then you can listen to all the episodes about how to drive great traffic with an e-commerce funnel. Until then, work on your website, make it your main priority and get those people going from website visitors to customers. Now, if you're looking for some more help with how to get all of this into action, we have our June enrollment for Ecom Igniter opening up soon. So be sure to join the waitlist at ecomigniter.com to be the first to know when indoors open. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking to keep up to date with all that's happening in e-commerce marketing, free website audits, latest tips, and hang out with some other pretty cool people, be sure to check out my free Facebook group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs. I'll see you on the inside.